means you won't be able to fucking to masturbate on, like the guy who got fired from fucking the New York Times or whatever. And then the New York, no, the New Yorker. That's what it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was fucking slinking the dink in the middle of the Zoom call and <laughs> thought he could get away with that. He thought he yeah. could get away with that. Slinking the dink. That's what Christian and I always call it. Yeah. What a fucking madman. <laughs> <laughs> like um, you couldn't honestly, wait? Like... I've I've a question for everybody that's listening. It's like, I mean, does, is that a? I mean, does does that make you more connected if you like see us talking and shit? Because like honestly, like I I guess I, I I've always been into just listening to audio. So I mean, I, I don't know. I, I find that interesting. But yeah, I guess we can do a video thing. Do do I have to get anything else for that, or does that like a? Yeah, we both need to get fucking some decent webcams to make that possible. Oh, you sons of bitches make <laughs> me get more goddamn shit. All right, whatever. I, I'll buy, I can buy us a couple of webcams, but they're kind of, like, all the super affordable ones have been sold out for months because of the pandemic. You know, naturally, everyone's fucking buying up webcams left and right, so. Yeah, naturally, for sure. Dude, inching this fucking shit together, so whatever. Big, big boy on the internet. And see, again, the, we just need the vi- like the, the video aspect next, the webcams, and then we can can really go ham on this bitch indeed i just don't i don't want to start doing we need to start doing more interviews like that's i think that's one thing that we're really lacking right now is just having having like at least like a monthly interview or something but it's i hate doing the remote interviews it's so impersonal it's not it's not what we've done really we've like we, we like the only ones that were ever done like that were maybe are like other like uh what would you call them the other writers for math core index like our contributors or whatever you know like carson and stuff because you and i we're we're a firm believer in always doing the meetups at shows and everything so yeah i think that the only remote interviews that we've we've done this far were for brian of pound actually oh and um no that was it yeah we we, inter- we had uh kate interview ped in person so yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, dude! I had to take. I had to take. I had to take a sip of my uh, my tea there. Oh, you're drinking tea. What kind of tea are you drinking there? Um, uh, just a light. Uh, it is just black tea, but I did a a light steep, so it's not like so caffeinated. And then, um, how many minutes? Like two, and then Veronica. Oh wow! Really had, lightly steeped then. Yeah, and then Veronica had a uh, uh, just fresh sage <clears throat> uh, drying on the on the table that she's been sticking in her tea. So I stuck mm. some uh, sage in there. So it's kind of like a black tea sage thing going on. So. And then I'm, uh, I'm 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 vaping on um a little disposable cartridge. I'm testing out a few cartridges before uh we take off to fly, so I biscotti can see which I one. Assume. I'm, huh? Biscotti, I assume. No, no, these are these are um just I bought a disposable one from the club. Oh, uh, I see, I see. Yeah, and it's like a half gram one, but it's a, like a live resin one. Uh, Alien Labs, and you know it's good. It's it, you know I'm not sure. Just I'll have to bring you a buddy sometime because I'm telling you, it's mm-hmm. it's absolutely hands down the best concentrate that I've had. That's well, in a cartridge, going, you know. Well, we're heading out of the country, so I'm literally I just want something that we can enjoy in the plane and throw out before we get like into Costa Rica, basically. So nice. that's all. Yeah. I got I got shit planned out. Weak ass. <laughs> dude, tell you what, dude. Oh, who oh, we got we got some cartridge action going on here. Yeah. Pin pins, rise up. If you got them, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, see yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throw them in the chat. We want to see what you're smoking on. I'm I'm smoking on some uh, fucking gelato. Hold on. Picture for proof incoming. Let's see it, Levi. Fucking put your fucking mouth. Your I don't know how to cartridge do this. where your mouth is. I don't know how to do this. You don't know how to take a picture and put it in fucking Discord? 
No. I'm going to send you a picture of something. Yeah, I'll send you a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Boop. Hey everybody, welcome to the 55th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And before we get started, just want to remind everybody, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, leave us five stars, leave us a review. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mathcoreindex at gmail.com. Bands on this episode are decided in part by our Patreon supporters, so if you want to check that out, you can get some cool benefits. So uh, let's go ahead and get right on into it. Get on right on into it. Mm-hmm. The uh, the first project we're going to talk about is Potion, <laughs> and uh, Potion are a tech grind mathcore project from Northern California, featuring uh, our friends and former bandmates. My friends and former bandmates are our friends. <laughs> They're your friends too. Um, yep. <laughs> people, people Friends. that I, people that I would walk into the house and see in the living room eating your food, <laughs> eating food, yeah, eating my corn dogs more, more or less. This, but, uh, this is no. so shameless. We're just like front loading the episode with fucking with our friends' bands, but it's so uh, good. Like is this a, is potion is a revisit, correct? This is a revisit. We've talked about potion a number of times previously. We've premiered uh, a music video or a guitar playthrough. For mm-hmm. real Teen Wolves, which you can go check that out on YouTube. I'll try to link it for you in the description, assuming I don't forget. And um, yeah, it's a uh, Quade Ross on drums and uh, Hunter Peterson, who is formerly of Embryonic Devourment, and uh, also Quentin Salmon, also of Antarctica and Carmine of Glass, on uh, vocals occasionally too. And they've already released like one of the sickest EPs of 2020 back in July. They're split with uh, San Diego Noise Grind outfit, Those Darn Gnomes. And now they're mm-hmm. back with another EP, Cemetery, which they released on Halloween. So they've been they've been busy boys, busy busy boys and um, thems, <laughs> as I, it were. But to, to it, it's it was so cool to see the release on Halloween, and then all on the cover too. It's it's literally like you had this metal type landscaped cover, and then you just stuck spooky ghost creatures on top of it. Like <laughs> yeah, it's like literally crazy. some fucking. It's pretty Excuse sweet. Me, some, uh, some emojis just kind of like plastered at the top of it. Plastered on top of it. It's so good, dude. Because like, because when you sent that to me originally, I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, and then I kept looking at the it like everywhere, and I was like, oh wow, that is actually the album cover. Like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I wouldn't score the album art super high, unfortunately. I think it's yeah, definitely not not, some, not a lot of effort put into that, but. There is a little humor there, but uh, th- truly, I mean, when when you do listen to Potion, I mean, as technical and just, uh, I mean, these guys are talented, you know. There mm. is a, a there's a little touch of humor, I feel, or fun, uh, sprinkled in everywhere. You can a for musicianship. That. Oh, dude, you know. Um, so, I, I, how would we describe Potion? I mean, like if we're gonna narrow it down to like you know four or five words, you know. I mean, there. I would call it. Just math grind, or you know, tech grind, math core, whatever you want to call it. All in, right, that's one of, in yeah, that sort of, you know, that part of the Venn diagram. It's just basically completely off the wall, uh, mostly bird-like high screams over the top of bombastic guitar acrobatics, super short songs. I think this actually might be Potion's best and most most cohesive stuff yet, though, to date. Oh, I agree. 
uh it, it, it oh, there was you know I, I don't know. I went. I went back and listened to it quite a few times. Uh, this was very enjoyable. The one of the later tracks. I mean, it is a pretty short uh, release, but uh, uh, one of the later tracks. Uh, there's some pretty fucking decent vocals going down in that uh, kind of like '80s hair metal kind of yeah. thrash style, and I was like, "Oh, fucking shit!" Because, so here's then, the thing. Go ahead. Okay, I, I just need to go since. But before this kicked in, I was quite blown away with the. Jerome's dream style high pitched vocals that were going on that were very very like impressive and I I know this isn't like a screamo screamo project but man there were some very talented vocal ranges going down and kind of just being tossed around like having fun with like a ball you know absolutely um, the vocals are definitely evocative of like that late screamo actually there's a, a different individual doing vocals on this release Cami Burkell on tracks one through three apparently. Okay. So I, I guess Quentin didn't lend himself to all of the tracks, just the one uh, dog jail. Yeah. But yeah, the, the vocals definitely, most of the time, they're those super high-pitched screamo, kind of like reversal of man style, Jerome's dream style. But yeah, Hunter, here's the thing about Hunter. <laughs> he is like a hair metal expert and enthusiast. So I, I think that definitely infiltrates his sound quite a bit. Like, I'm pretty sure he's like eager to work it in there as much as possible. And yeah, it, those, it was the, the, yeah, those hair metal vocals from from Hunter are quite competent for sure. I, you you got to give it to him. Like, yeah, just incredibly creative and spontaneous sounding, top notch musicianship. Very few repeats in the composition. Uh, another major highlight for me on this release was the harmonica by someone named Wild Bill. <laughs> How, how how Mendocino County is that? You can just imagine Wild Bill is just probably some like chill old dude, you know, or a or a guy just their age, just, or just a guy their age, yeah. Because that's fucking also humble, dude. Justice, just as likely, I, yeah, totally. God damn it! God damn it! That's a, that we're, is, we're revealing that, a lot about ourselves right now. It is an amazing uh uh little uh I mean. Once again, it, it is a very fun album, a very fun listen. Brutal, it's, so good. it's tech, uh, and you know, like we we're talking about with the tossing vocals in the middle, it's it's just enjoyable, man. It's quite uh, at least one. You gotta give it at least one spin, you know. A major highlight for me on this release is the guitar playing, though. Like, just the, I think the major, yeah, the major takeaway is as great as the vocals and Quaid's drum drum performances. Yeah, I think I think the guitar playing is really what makes Potions stand out. There's just these insane harmonic sequences of different variations left and right that just cascade down like fucking raindrops, you know, like in a way that only someone like Chris Arp could could do, you know. Hunter is very, very talented. Yeah. Additionally, he produced this release, so he engineered it. Uh, and if you were in the Humboldt or Mendo, Sonoma County area, you should definitely fucking hit him up for recording, mixing or mastering services. And then... um. Just, sorry, just what is it? Excuse me, just let me just plug, plug it really quickly. Oh, yeah. uh, Desidarius Recordings is what it is. He also did the the audio to Mathcore Index Fest 2019. There we go. That's yeah. that was all I was trying to squeeze, and I was like, don't yeah, forget about sorry. the Mathcore Index Fest, man. <laughs> no, I had like a ton of footnotes just about Hunter alone. There, you know, there's a couple problems with this release though. Like, for one, it's kind of challenging. There's not a lot of repeats, so it's super hard to find those like memorable moments that actually have the discernible melodic structure or hook. It's kind of like lacking a lot of that. But what is memorable is just how impressive the guitar runs are, I guess. Agreed. 
I would um, also like to see a full length too, like it just more fully developed ideas and song structures. As much as I love these, like the stream of vignettes, I would prefer a little longer of a runtime from them. Mm-hmm. It, it was enjo- it was very enjoyable. I really enjoyed uh, Cemetery, Dog Jail, then Dog Jail Two. You know, uh, tracks four, five, and six. I yes. Um, you know, uh, and I, I really felt they were just picking up steam. Uh, track one, two, and three is almost com- something completely separate, you know? Uh, <laughs> yes, you're right. It's like the second half of this EP kicks in, and it's like they're like, okay, experiment time, because the first yeah. three tracks are just an insane clinic in guitar techniques. This fucking album cover. God damn it. God <laughs> fucking damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You know, Cemetery is an instrumental, but like that was incredibly catchy and technical, that that like main riff that it has oh my god it's just about 17 seconds in it just launches into this super catchy and kind of like techie riff and then it's followed by a shredding hair metal solo with like synth yeah dog jail i think is actually the best track on the album though it's like where we fully start to see like the the combination of abrasive and grinding math core combined super well with those hair metal elements it's like fully realized on that song yeah, yeah, you get to really kind of hear what we're talking about with Hunter and everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Dog Jail Two was great too. Deja Vu, Dog Jail, <laughs> Dog Jail, uh, Dog Jail Two, <laughs> Deja Vu, That's kind of <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Um, yeah, just some excellent hair metal vocals on that, as we were talking about earlier. Also, that harmonica from "quote unquote" Wild Bill. This is just all in all a fun little fucking EP. If you've got like six or seven minutes to bang through this you should you should do it it fucking it kills agreed so I think we're ready to give you a track here I think we should give him a dog jail mm-hmm. I mean, my, yeah, my, my first inclination was to do opening party for a raindrop punk, pumping facility which in retrospect that title is actually crocodile tears <laughs> those, those, those titles are kind of evocative of the Guitar textures, you know, they really are like little droplets of water with those harmonics. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but but once again, it's just uh, Dog Jail is really where you start hearing um, Hunter uh, getting to do what he does best, and then mm-hmm. the vocals aren't aren't a bad addition as well. Um, you know, even though Potion is more of like an instrumental band, like we yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that's where these this combination of hair metal and like math core is fully realized. So we're gonna go ahead and give you Dog Jail which is uh, track five from Potion's new EP, Cemetery. And that came out on Halloween, October 31st. Here we go.
All right, so that was Dog Jail, which is off Potion's new EP, Cemetery, and that came out back on October 31st. And uh, everybody was quite, uh, I guess, uh, blown away by the vocals there. Uh, <laughs> and little uh, interesting fact, uh, that is uh, Quentin, uh, who was uh, the vocalist of uh, Christian's old band, Antarctica. This is true. This is very true. So the next band we're going to talk about is Basil's Kite. Basil's Kite is a mathcore trio from Wollongong and Sydney, Australia. And we spoke about this band back in April when they released a really sick single called Sun is Smiling, which was accompanied by a great music video. And they just released another new single called Wiggle, for which we premiered another great video, a spooky thrasher music video on Halloween. And uh, it's only a single, so there's not really a whole lot to discuss here. Quite frankly, my notes are pretty light. I'm sure yours are too, Levi. Yeah, uh, a very enjoyable video, man. Uh, very entertaining. Yeah, it's just like the content of the video and the single it was enough to warrant, I think, at least a small discussion. Like, mm-hmm. There's a lot of really good music, again, perfectly redundant to use the word content again, uh, packed into that song. Like There's a lot of... Um, there's a lot going on, a lot of really like memorable, but you know, techie. We always talk about how we, we we elevate that particular those particular traits, you know, when they're combined because it's such a hard balance to strike. But they really do it on this new single too. Yeah, just a lot of really great material packed into one song, though, um, and excellent lyrics too. Like, I'm not sure if you read the lyrics, but uh, "Eat the rich, eat the rich, eat the rich." Two hundred thousand years of history has led to this. Eat the rich for the future. Tie a noose. Wiggle, bitch. <laughs> yeah, uh, the it the the lyrics that was are pretty moving. amazing. And and honestly, that this is one of those uh those tracks uh where almost didn't need to uh have the lyrics in front of me. Um, uh, everything was quite uh I I could hear everything he was saying. It was it was awesome. Very discernible. Um, they uh. They have stepped it up from the last release. Uh, I'm really excited to see what else uh, they do. Um, it was it's kind of a bummer that it was just one uh, track, especially it's such a banger of a track. You know, um, I kind of I, I found myself looking up and down band, the band camp once or twice. Mm-hmm. Like, are you sure this is it? Like, okay, guess this is it. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, you're absolutely right. Though they've uh, they have progressively stepped it up from release to release. Um, they, they've they've evolved quite a bit. You know, they used to be an instrumental band back in the day. Really? Um, yeah, they used to be an instrumental band uh, that was a bit more kind of like on the math rockish side. Like Wiggle was a song that they had written in like 2016 that they finally just added vocals to this year, which I discovered by doing a little bit of research. Wow, good research. Um, amazing. To, I mean, once again, it's so crazy. You know, we always uh, have that discussion like, oh man, this band, you know, I know it's instrumental, but they, th- man, this track could really use some vocals or da da da. But I mean, something like this, you really are tr- making it something completely different, you know? Um, with that. That single last year, um, Baby, I think it was, which also we had a great music video. We didn't cover Baby. We covered Sun is Smiling, but that was uh, oh, Baby. We, we did talk okay. about it. We, we talked about it, at least. So you probably remember the discussion. Uh, it's just because the lyrics were so, <laughs> again, discernible and catchy. The whole, um, I'm a baby, hold me closer, Tiny Danza, or whatever it was. Yes. Tony, Tony Danza. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the whole word played there. Um, I got to tell you, it's an interesting... Uh, uh, progression of a band, you know, uh, gain the vocalist. You usually see it the other way around, where they're dropping the vocalist, you know, and then going into instrumental. Um, so I, yeah, I did, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Uh, but I did know they no. were instrumental at one point. 
yeah so they've they've just been steadily evolving and improving and yeah just a i think a massive leap between baby and their the, the previous ep before that i mean there's not like a whole lot that i just i don't absolutely love about this release it's another instance where they've just been teasing me with singles though for so long that i i really would like to see an lp again they're really developing some nice ideas on this newer batch of tracks all very original sounding all have a very memorable takeaway great performances good musicianship good production i can't really say anything else about it so uh, i think we can give them a track then all that being said mm-hmm. so we're gonna go ahead and play for you basil's kite's new single called wiggle um and you should definitely at this point in the podcast if you have not watched the music video for wiggle pause <laughs> go to youtube.com slash math watch the music video for Wiggle, and then come back and join us again. So we're going to go ahead and play for you Wiggle, which is Basil's Kite's uh, new single that came out on Halloween. Here we go.
that fucking accelerando though so good wow just like there is perfect perfect use of rhythm dynamics there major heavy heavy low low influence coming through on that track too agreed that, uh, just such a fucking groove going on god i know yeah so that was Wiggle, which is the new single from Basil's Kite that came out back on October 31st. So next, we're going to give you some Mathcore news. So first, uh, Horse the Band are set to release a new three-song EP on November 27th called Your Fault. Three songs. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. It's not really a whole lot of music, but new new horse nonetheless. So I welcome it. Uh, Frontier have recruited a new drummer, although we don't know who it is yet. Still very exciting regardless. Uh, speaking of Heavy Heavy Lolo, they just announced a run of cassettes for their live album via Larry Records. Never heard of them. Um, speaking of cassettes, uh, a run of Wreck of the Minotaur cassettes via Tomb Tree tapes. A little Roy one-on-one was a big fucking jam for me back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Levi remembers that. It's kind of a more obscure UK mathcore banger. Little five-track EP, very little known. Um, but just absolutely worth your time. Really fucking good quintessential aughts release. Yeah, touching on the MySpace days for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friends in Pupil Slicer, featuring our correspondent Kate, have announced they're signing to Prosthetic Records and a new album, which was mixed by the homie ped of Frontier at Outlier Sound, his uh, his little studio there. And uh, the new single and music video via Brooklyn Vegan also features our very own Carson Pace of the Calistop Boys. So all kinds of Mathcore Index fam all over that one. New single, Two new singles from the homies in Fe- Femur, who just announced their new album, for the love of it, which is to be released on November 13th. So new femur coming at you later this month. Or, <laughs> excuse me, later this month, in two days. Um, new single from Plastic Bag Face Mask. They, just, they fucking just put out an album earlier this year, but they're dropping another album here in November, which is called Content. It's coming out on the 27th. Unnecessary Gunpoint Lecture just announced a new full-length album coming out on, or maybe it's an EP actually, Modern Day Prometheus, out also on the 27th. Uh, a couple other little bits and bobs here. Not Mathcore per se, but two previously unreleased singles from 156 Silence are out. You can hear those now. They're good. I can see why they left them off the album, though. Um, and uh, fully not Mathcore related, and I don't want to get political or anything, but fuck Donald Trump! <laughs> <laughs> we voted him right the fuck out of office, so... I was waiting, I was waiting to see if you were going to say anything. So. You know, I don't fucking stand for Joe Biden or Kamala Harris because she's a cop. But I'm fucking, I'm happy for the regime change. Like, get the fucking, get these fascists out of here. And that's why Christian and I here at Mathcore Index voted for Kanye West. <laughs> that's why we, we used our vote right. We're not, we're not going to, we're not going to shame you for being a centrist either. I mean, you can, you can waste your vote if you want. That's fine with me. <laughs> that's democracy. Just kidding. Everyone vote third party. That's great. You know, I love it. Yeah, Yay, third party. Um, and Christian and I both agreed it was very tempting to 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 fill in that circle. Right in Mickey fucking Mouse, yeah, because whatever. Anyway, um, so that's that's nice. That's that's your mathcore news. <laughs> <That was it. laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
unceremoniously in that segment. Sorry, I was getting a little heated there. So next we're going to talk about songs. Songs, sort of a less than imaginative name, uh, are a... Go ahead, Levi. A little hard to search for. I mean... Aren't given the link, you know, by your friend, Christian. Uh, <laughs> man, you really could be just searching for this fucking band, you know? Yeah, it's not search engine optimized, but fortunately the content within songs material is fucking good. And it's a new, new Jersey, um, Pennsylvania math core trio featuring Hunter Durr and Ben, uh, Pipiak. Um, forgive me if I mispronounce that of sleep sculptor, the vocalists of sleep sculptor. That is amazing. Yeah. And despite having, uh, a less than search engine optimized name, I guess I was just saying the, the material here is real fucking good. This is real fucking promising. This is a promising EP. Uh, it's a foray into a more chaotic and less groove-oriented territory for the Sleep Sculptor Boys, but they they fit perfectly into this sound. Yes, I would I would say that this is a really fun uh, kind of equation to have to a to a, an outfit here like this, just the chaotic tech uh, metalcore going on, but you're still like this grind element. I mean, the tracks are very short. Um, All a minute long or less. Yeah. So, and, you know, naturally, you know, there are seven tracks, but technically you are only getting five because they have an intro and an Drawing outro. An outro. <laughs> um, but so you're truly, you're netting like less than five minutes of material here. This is definitely on the, on the, on the heavy scrams uh, side, I guess as well. Um, this is, hmm. this is a, this is like, like, I guess <clears throat> there is this, newer kind of form of screamo i guess um and it's always with this more metalcore uh breakdowny side to it i feel um and i really like the the high pitch vocals uh with more of this like metalcore grind going on um hunter's vocals uh are all because hunter yeah he's doing the vocals uh it, it, it was hunter I, and I, ben I, from sleep sculptor both so of them. so I, I did not know it was them so that's awesome um, it's very cool that they are continuing on with the dual vocal uh, attack as well. Mm-hmm. And know? they managed to actually, first of all, the excellent vocal performances from both of them, and they're well, delivering. Yeah, dude. And they're also delivering like some different vocal timbres on this project. I mean, it could also be attributed to like the the large amount of gain that's on the vocals, you know, distortion. Mm-hmm. But I think it kind of complements the already harsh material. And. Yeah, the vocals are definitely a big highlight for me, obviously, because you have both the vocalists of Sleep Sculptor, and they're both they're both fucking great. Uh, the guitar techniques are also f- fucking real good. Um, very technical and dissonant tap sequences, lots of pick slides, even like the occasional little short breakdown to balance that out, although they're pretty short-lived. Dude, short and sweet. It's fucking awesome. I actually, you know, even though the the outro is like kind of a string arrangement, I actually enjoyed it. It really was recalling something that Bernard Herrmann would write. He wrote the soundtrack to a films like Psycho and Vertigo. Oh, okay, word. Like those, like kind of like stabbing, kind of like staccato. Actually, maybe he doesn't even have that that trait in particular. But either way, I put it in my notes, so take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that one goes. Man, um, that's the shit. You know, much like Potion, though, I feel like this project suffers from maybe not fully developing ideas to, like, their, their fullest potential. The songs could run a bit longer. You know, I think I think as a result, this EP just felt a bit light in runtime, um, but simultaneously kind of weighed down by the fact there's an intro and an outro, both being 
um, the first one being samples and just, I don't know, maybe just kind of unnecessary way of extending the runtime a bit. It's, I mean, this, I mean, technically it seems to be, we could call it maybe a side project uh, for, you know, for two of the gentlemen, you know. It's not um, a side project for the guitarist, as far as I know. I'm pretty sure they're, they're probably invested. Uh, this oh, material I, is... Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm not, and that's not even a bad thing saying a no, side totally. project. But, but what I'm saying is like, you know, they could, just like Potion, you know, maybe uh, maybe they're having fun with it a little bit more in a way, I guess. You know? That could very well be. It's also just probably, you know, quick, just a demonstration, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, it, it's very cool that, uh, you know, band, like even startup bands, you know, where you're just kind of throwing shit against the wall, see what sticks, you know, it's just cool in the, uh, these days where you're able to, um, uh, self-produce yourself and, and put out and release uh, a demo or a record even as just a brand new fucking band, you know? So mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like we, some, maybe some, some bands come, come, uh, and come on here and we maybe give them like a harsh critique uh and they're just like literally just figuring out what the fuck they're gonna do you know but uh this one i i honestly gotta say like for what it is i really enjoyed it um i wanted to i did too like i, I played I, this I, one I, a lot yes it, and that's the thing with with something like this it's 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 like a charles bronson record man uh you can just fucking blast through it in about seven minutes and fucking feel feel very accomplished mm-hmm yeah, this is this is very promising. I really hope to hear a, a bit more of them, uh, a bit more out of them rather. For me, it was really recalling early daughters, the Sawtooth Grin, and their statesman in inside the Beehive. Yep, Tower of Rome. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, again, those just like those sixty-second, super hard-hitting, very short breakdowns, but tons of like blast beats and yeah, ugh, it's nasty. It's good shit. Um, so let's go ahead and give them a song then. I think we should just go ahead and give them, um, well, what was your favorite song in this release? I mean, they're kind of not, I want to say they're all like, kind of like samey, but my, my favorite track would be, uh, it would be song five track six. That's a good one for sure. I, I really liked, uh, I'm, I'm pretty partial to song three myself because that has like the breakdown at the end of it, as I recall. Oh, word. Yep. I mean, I, uh, honestly, um, I, or song one, song one is fucking <laughs> banging too. Yeah, they're all short and sweet. Nothing's going to extend too long, you know? Um, yeah, I, I, honestly, dude, um, if, I don't know. I, give him song five. Let's, let's do song five. All right. So we're going to go ahead and play for you song five, which is track six off Songs's new EP called God Songs. God damn it. God damn it. God <laughs> damn you guys. You'll be able to find it all in the, uh, the description. And that came out on October 31st. Here we go. I'm 
boy, oh boy. That's it. That's all you get. That's it. (laughs) Does that spank? So that was song five, which is track six from Songs' new EP, Songs. And that came out on Songs. So the next band we're going to talk about is Drown the Lifeguard. Drown the Lifeguard are a progressive metalcore quartet from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And they just released their new EP, Eroding Palaces, on October 30th. Drown the Lifeguard plays some technical, heavy, and at times even melodic progressive metalcore with driving rhythms and punishing breakdowns. And man, this one kind of snuck up on me. Yes. Um, other than the name of the band... I, I will immediately agree with you. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest, I hate the name. I, I think they definitely could use an update for that name. But apparently that's and, just us. Well, the thing is, um, the first release was 2016. And even in 2016, I felt that that, that was a, uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't be clicking on you, man. Let's, let's move, uh, let's move past it. Let's move past we, it. We, so, so, I mean, other than other, so other than the name, um, other this than was the fucking, name, yeah, this was fucking amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. once again, this, uh, snuck up on me too. Uh, it, yeah. With repeat I, listens, it really grew on me. If this, <sighs> Man, it probably doesn't make much sense to uh, a lot of the listeners, but I'm just going to say it anyways. Um, it had this uh, Midwest metalcore vibe. I know a lot of the times I speak of a uh, Midwest screamo, um, but uh, you're right though. Older bands like uh, Wings of uh, Wings of Scarlet, uh, Iscariot, the Indiana uh, Iscariot, um, just with the melodic side, really did take me back to like the early aught, uh, late '90s. Uh, metalcore uh, yes, going yes, on. Yes, 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 yes. I agree and, with and, everything you're saying right now, truly. And because the thing is, when I saw the name Drown the Lifeguard, I was like, God, this is going to be some interesting deathcore. But it is not. It is much more than that. Um, there are some layers here. Uh, mm. This was very enjoyable. Um, I, I, I really have nothing else to say other than just it being a solid metalcore uh, release. Well, first of all, it's a it's a throwback. Like it's kind of oh, throwback yeah. sounding in a way. Like I mean, you, I guess you're kind of saying just as much just now. But it had uh, me it had me going back on like Spotify and then like trying to like trying to like same, look like old bands. Like fuck, what was that one band? Like oh fuck, 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 dude. I I was literally I was googling dead to fall. Uh, Dead to Fall flyers, absolutely. Uh, August Burns Red, fucking Uh, from the shallows, uh, and the hero fails, which is one that I cite a lot. That nobody knows who they are, but to me that reference makes a lot of sense because they kind of epitomize that that MySpace era combination of metalcore and deathcore, you know, heavy breakdowns with a little bit of mathcore and grindcore. Like, yep, I love that. There's no like. There's not like I, I didn't really hear like any singing going on. Did you like? Did you? There's no singing in this in this release. Uh, no, there's. No, I don't think there's any singing, but there is some melodic content though, for sure. They definitely hit those like melodic metalcore notes quite a bit. Oh, and that's quite all right with me, man. Because that early metalcore, that's you. You got that no matter what in <laughs> in a lot of that. But I mean, it, it's it's almost like uh, we always talk about, you know. Uh, listening to the full album, uh, you know, and just listening to the and listening to everything, and then having that payoff at the end, you know, mm-hmm. uh, this is something where you know you got to listen to all the tracks because they take you for a bit of a ride. And the payoffs are deeper for sure. Absolutely, it's it's some punishing breakdowns, and I think that's really kind of where the deathcore side kind of touches in because, uh, yeah, these weren't the early day breakdowns. These are some beefed up breakdowns. 
they're, they're like one of those bands that just knows how to like make you wait for that part. Like they, they know how to like hold back the huge breakdown. They don't just like throw it at you immediately. Dude, they have the chug, chug, chug buildup, the jun, 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 you know, it's like letting you, letting you all know what's about to happen. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, this was, this was good though. Um, Although, you know, all the things that you're describing, those melodic metalcore riffs, those like basic kind of like chuggy riffs, I think that um, while the performances are solid, the production is good, all the instrumentals are great, the songs are written well. I think this band might also be just suffering from having a bit of a dated sound. They they could try to move it forward just a little bit and not well, use a, like those like August Burn red kind of riffs. I feel like those have not aged super well. Well, it's a double-edged sword cuz you you have an uh, it is a dated sound, but you also have a dated name as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. I, you know you're absolutely right. The name kind of just reflects that. You kind of like know what you're getting yourself into just with the name alone, I guess, huh? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So man, talk about some highlights. Like I think pretty much every track had a highlight of of one sort or another for me. Like track one is super strong, kind of dissonant right out of the gates. Vultures was the was the one where I was feeling like the throwbacky was just it was a little too throwbacky rather. I felt like that was like kind of the weakest song on this release. Uh, but fortunately, track three, Nine of Swords. I think that's the most exciting and technical track. Uh, Agreed. And, you know, despite the fact that again, kind of has those like that main melodic metalcore riff. That feels a little dated. They do manage to do it with a lot more technical flair and a lot more variation too, I suppose, as well. What about you? Oh, track three is the, is the one. Yeah, I think so too. <clears throat> I thought track four was pretty fucking tough though as well. Pedigree of the Rogue, which has that like fat bass guitar buildup. Basically the biggest breakdown of the album too. Yep. Yeah, again, as you were saying it earlier, I really went on a fucking tangent just looking for similar bands on Spotify that reminded me of this. Among them... Embrace the End, The Bled, Glass Casket, with Dead Hands Rising. I just wanted to say those names because just to give you an idea of what we're, what we're talking about here, like all those bands were would be on a playlist with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like literally like you're cruising MySpace. Yep. So we're going to go ahead and play for you Nine of Swords, which is track three from Drown the Lifeguards, new EP, Eroding Palaces, and that came out on October 30th. Here we go. Retreat! Help me for death! 
Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Super good. All right, so that was Nine of Swords, which is track three from John the Lifeguard's new EP, Eroding Palaces, and that came out back on October 30th. <clears throat> so next, we're going to give you your release radar for the month of October. So boy, howdy, was fucking October a real good month? Um, man, just tons of shit came out last month. So uh, first all, first of all, first up, <laughs> first of all, and first up, um, memory, <laughs> memory palace by the god awful truth. You know, I gotta fucking plug that one right away because that was super good. Um, memes, dreams, and flying machines by the sound that ends creation. 2020 by Torrential Downpour, featuring members of Dead Empires and Circuit of Suns. Or, I guess, Jason of those two bands. Um, The Cost of Sacrifice by Chamber, out now via Pure Noise Records. That's a fucking banger and a half. Yep. I I mean, I I still miss the original vocalist, but man, this one is very consistent to their uh, uh, past uh, full-length release. So, um, Gotta agree with you there. Definitely prefer the older dude, but new dude killing it on this release (laughs) way Uh, to go new dude (laughs) you're the new man (laughs) he's been in the band for three years we're calling him new guy um (laughs) power clashing maximalism by auto catalytica elaine the singer released their uh self-titled debut full-length album i really really like that if you're into floral their other band do yourself a favor check out elaine the singer go ahead pal just do it slap it on um of what we have by the most out now via choke artist that's a fucking real good math math rock banger too gotta yep. stop saying banger really overusing the word banger this episode um, well that 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 <laughs> one specifically is and uh, and even the name the most that is what you are getting sir <laughs> yeah that's kind of a braggadocious name but uh they certainly live up to it yep painted world of the holloway tape the new full-length album from the holloway tape that one kind of came out of left field uh, and while I think the production is lacking a little bit, it's a really great release. Like, there's some there's some good riffs on there. Fighting on Arrival by Nesta, which we'll be talking about later in this episode. The Encinathrak album by Encinathrak. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say the name again. I'm not doing it. It's not happening. Perfect. You <laughs> um, music by Focus Rights, featuring members of Dumai and Mortbound and. Sai Mugen Hauta. I think that's it. Last and certainly least on this on this list, The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny Demo by Mr. Bunkle, which is probably the biggest disappointment of 2020. Man, it just I don't I don't know, man. I just did, I just didn't get it. I didn't like it. I hated it. It's it, whatever. They but. should have left that shit un unrecorded cuz it's yeah, it's just some bad it's like some it's like okay thrash, let's say. Like, yeah, Mr. Bungle, the thrash metal band, says Kevin. <laughs> yeah, it's just like they, it's a yeah, yeah it's like, a thrash release. It's not even. Go ahead, sorry. They, they didn't need to release anything. Like, no, how is, completely unnecessary and superfluous <laughs> is this fucking album? You should have left that in the annals of history to be forgotten about. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, eh, whatever. So that was the LPs. Well, <clears throat> uh, no, go ahead. Anything else you want to add oh, to that? Oh, I still love California. I'll oh. fuck with California any day. Well, yeah, fucking that and the other one, both 
go really hard. Like, you cannot deny that. That and Disco, what is it? Volante. And some EPs that came out. Cemetery by Potion. Uh, Invisible Monsters by The Arson Choir. We talked about that a few episodes ago. Uh, Sideshow Cinema, their self-titled EP. Songs by Songs, talked about that earlier. Stygian, or Stygian Blue, the new micro-EP in five movements from Nigh Ungodly. If you're into some tech death, definitely go listen to that. We talked about them a couple episodes as, uh, ago as well. Uh, Eroding Palaces by Drown the Lifeguard. And we got a few singles here too. Uh, Wiggle by Basil's Kite. Uh, the Shakes and Brian Wells by Femur. A couple new singles there. Um, Within Cells by uh, The Motion Mosaic. Heart and Panic by Nurture Nurture. And At the End by Kakihara. All bands that we've talked about on this podcast previously in the last year or so even mm-hmm. everyone's keeping busy good to see that that was quite a bit of stuff so that was your release uh, radar for the month of October so next we're going to talk about Kints Kints is a solo instrumental math rock project from Chandler Arizona and they just released their new EP Mistakes Were Made on November 1st and Kints play feel good very chill twinkly math rock that is very nostalgia inducing uh the main songwriter much like many other current math rock guitarists uses primarily two-handed tapping with some occasional strumming and uh i don't know if you listen to the last stuff the earlier stuff rather but this is a, a massive leap from from that oh absolutely they uh it, it, there's some finally tuning going on here uh it's they they, they found their sound um, I, I really enjoyed this release. It's so uh, good. The, the tappy side, uh, is always going to, you know, you can only tap so hard, you know? Uh, so there is this, uh, catchy, chill, uh, feel good, uh, vibe going through this whole release. Um, striking I, a nice I feel balance like for it sure. Isn't, huh? Striking a nice balance for sure. Absolutely. Um, I, I really, uh, it's, it's almost just... And since it's instrumental and everything, um, I ain't got too much to say, man. Just pretty, pretty all right. I bobbed my head through this whole release. Really enjoyed it, and it was, it was, uh, it was very refreshing to uh, listen to this. It, it was. Um, yeah, again, just a, first of all, just back to what I was saying, that a massive step up. Just because the earlier stuff was just simple guitar loops with no percussion whatsoever. I want to say this hit me in a very similar way to the first time I heard standards. And uh, to a lesser extent, girlfriends too. I think it's the guitar technique and maybe some of like the buildups that are employed. But um, yeah, just uh, really, really hitting those similar kind of nostalgia-inducing notes for me. When you when you hear that 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 almost like twinkly like uh, uh, ma- uh, math core going on, it's pretty hard not to think about standards. I mean, Marcos has really honed in that very uh, upbeat. Uh, uh, twinkly uh, math core going on, you know. Yeah, math math rock for sure. Math, yes, math rock. Sorry, I said math core twice. Yeah, math rock. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, in in once again, it, it was very nice. Uh, short EP too. Um, easy yeah. to uh, knock out, you know. Very digestible. Uh, Good production. Like it kind of yeah. sounds like it's a live recording and sort of has a one take kind of feel to it. But I think that's working in this case. Great song titles too, all conveying like playfulness <laughs> yeah. and whimsy. The project can definitely feel a bit homebrewed at times though. Like the live production thing can sort of work against it. I think maybe it's not like incredibly impressive, uh, 
uh, as a result, not super thick. And I think maybe there's a couple parts where it just felt maybe the delivery was a little bit shaky. That being said, like all the tracks are good though. Like if you like twinkly, you know, feel good math rock, this, this release is just written for you. Like I'm surprised to not see more supporters on Bandcamp for this. Uh, some of the highlights for me, I think new newts, which although it's not super mathy initially is probably the strongest track on this EP. Uh, once again, I would agree with you. I mean, it's not like, um, I think it's because it's like the more accessible track. Maybe that kind of makes it the better one <laughs> in a manner of speaking. Um, or just, I was quicker to like it perhaps because of that. It caught my, it, I do. It caught my ear for sure. Absolutely. I think, it's, I, I think it's because it just starts off with that super charming riff, you know, like all a TTNG or American football. And then it just kind of turns into this buildup part where the kick drums and the cymbals are just on persistent quarter notes and then on persistent eighth notes. And that was what really recalled earlier standards for me. Like it felt like it was almost taken straight off one of the earlier standards cuts. Uh, and that was, I thought that was actually a really good part. <laughs> that, just a good song mm-hmm. in general. Like as this, the song basically just finishes super strong. It starts off very accessible and then it moves into more like exploratory territory after that more of like an exploration afterwards and like more some odd times Uh, I like Sorta Kinda which has this amazing haunting theremin like key feature where you just feel like there's like ghosts floating around you and the guitar just while the guitar just plays it's ostinato I liked track 6 after it all ends or excuse me after ends after all ends all where the stuttering looped guitar progression feels like something off the original Girlfriends LP yep yeah just um I know I named several math rock bands there for you, but all of that, all that to say, this is good. Feel good twinkles. Get your fucking ears around it. Anything else, Levi? Uh, just an added thing. Uh, I, I, I love the album artwork. Uh, if you guys do, we, I mean, Christian and I, we are always, we always go to the band camps naturally. Uh, and this, th- I find it so funny. They have like three little reviews. Uh, one from the uh, a, their dog Duke. One from Gandhi, which is good. No, oh four. Oh, Ro- uh, Roger Ebert. That's great. And then their mom. mom. So you know, that's nice, sweetie. Dude, there's quite a few supporters. I'm quite surprised that there's. Oh man, yeah, we gotta get some more supporters here, man. Yeah, this is this is really good. I- I'm waiting to see this uh, take off a bit more in the the math rock community. So uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and play for you uh, New Newts, which is track two from Kins' new EP, Mistakes Were Made, and that came out on November 1st. Here we go.
I love that. That's so good, man. Oh, just, wow. I, yep. I've, I've had that on repeat this week. Really would like to see this band, this project get a little bit more traction. So that was New Newts, which is track two from Kent's new EP, uh, Mistakes Were Made. And that came out on November 1st. So the last band we're going to talk about is Nesta. Nesta are a progressive deathcore quartet from Honolulu, Hawaii. And they just released their new full-length album, Fighting on Arrival, on October 31st. And uh, Nesta play what I would describe as like heavy progressive deathcore that some might prefer to describe as gent. Uh, with that typical low-end, open-chugging accompanied by ostinatos, you know what I'm talking about. Sub-bass drops, the deep-growled vocals, massive breakdowns. Dude, sign me up for all this shit. (laughs) This was fucking solid. Yep. One of the more interesting features is that the the band's lyrics are both in Hawaiian and English. Uh, It was an amazing touch. Uh, It gave this raw, like, uh, like tribal feel sometimes like beat your chest like oh my yeah like that kind of thing um yeah and it, it, it was really well balanced uh it, you know there would only be like a like a chanty there'd be like four or five bars like like chanty of you know of a different language you know and then they go back into doing english again um i thought it was really good uh I, you it, it's almost um Sometimes I guess I would take this as like almost like a little too niche, you know, uh, of a thing to do. But I thought it 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 was it fit well, and it really added to uh, just the brutal kind of vibe going on, and just uh, kind of toughened up the, the the lyrics quite a bit. Uh, and on top of that, the lyrics that I did uh, understand that were in English, um, very very meaningful, very strong. They got a lot to powerful. say, man. A very powerful, yeah. Uh, I, it, that, something about this band was interesting and I hope this makes sense. You know, naturally I'm not the musician here. Uh, it, it, they have this like slowed down in tempo kind of like groove going on and yet it was super heavy. There was this, um, I don't know what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't frantic, you know, uh, there, and I, maybe it was just that genty side I was kind of picking up on, you know, um, does that make sense at all, Christian? Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. I'm with you. All right. Yeah. Um, but even without even saying genty, I just, yeah, it was just this kind of like kind of slow and low. And I, I, I was picking up on this man. This, this was by far probably my favorite, uh, one on this, uh, episode, uh, just because every track is fucking just slamming. Good. Yeah. 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 This, was, this is another one like drown the lifeguard. It really snuck up on me. Mm hmm. Uh, and it, this was, this was one where, I, uh, so on, I believe on Spotify, they just have their, their singles up right now, which is like three, mm. three or four of their singles. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh shit, wait. And then I went on Bandcamp, I'm like, oh shit, they got the full fucking album on here. Like, so, so I was pretty stoked to like see more than like, you know, nine to 10 tracks, uh, f- uh from this band. Yeah. I mean, their, their last 2016 or you know whatever their last release was, was actually pretty good as well. But, um. This is definitely like a, at least a marginal step up, let's say, like not like a massive leaps and bounds or anything, but they just like dialed in it a bit more. Really long songs for this sort of music, most of them clearing like four and five, six minutes in some cases, mm-hmm. uh, giving this a substantial runtime. I mean, like 
20 minutes go by and you're not even done with track four. <laughs> like I would like look up and be like, fuck this album is still, I'm not even halfway through. Okay. <laughs> like, um, it really reminded me also quite a bit of pathogen who we discussed earlier this year and that they're Dude, really absolutely. Channeling, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just channeling that contortionist sound really heavily here. Once again, it's a bit of um, more of like a, I mean, contortion, uh, that, that subtle genty vibe, you know, uh, I, there's some head bobby moments in this, al- in this album, uh, man, there in the, the tracks like um, uh, Pandemic and uh, the, the Kapu system, those two really. That's a fucking uh, banger, the Kapu system yeah, for gonna, sure. And, and once again, that, that word banger fits just right here man it's, it's <laughs> oh all my good God. just use it away just we'll the, let's keep using that word banger so the capu system really is though i mean it just has this amazing symbol play from the drummer on the bridge where he's just like going back and forth between these two symbols and i mean just the drumming in general was a big highlight for me on this release but um that in particular they just really are on point and then they bring back a recapitulation of like the beginning motif and like a more like heavy, a heavier way, so it's just like mm, chef's kiss, like fucking <laughs> well, well done on the Kapu system. That that song fucking bangs. Spicy um, meatball. I liked uh, I liked Subcortex a lot too. Mm-hmm. And Coco Mauli, which they're definitely like more melodic, and the latter has some keys, but uh, really working for me. I liked. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was recalling Periphery and Volumes for me. Did you even pick up on, um, you know, on top of uh, them, uh, uh, you know, uh, well, basically, did you pick up on like the, the, the light chanty vocals they were using through the whole yeah. album? Yeah, yeah, it absolutely. Was just like, it's here and there for sure. It was just like it was like fucking wartime. Like it was it was a uh, it was a beautiful touch, man. Um, I because uh, you know you can usually have the the chanty vocals up front more. It's a little more like hardcore. This was more like. Um, I got this like winds of plague vibe from oh, okay. this band, you know, maybe and minus the synthesizers. It, it's just that 300 vibe that you get from winds of plague. That's kind of what I was getting from this nest of, uh, you know what I'm saying? Last, like, that, last stand sort of attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope that makes sense to any, to everybody out there, but yeah, I, I definitely got this winds of plague vibe in a good way from these guys. It's a, it's a powerful album. Like it's, yep. it's fucking good. And very, another, just a, a case of a band that's like criminally, unknown like they don't seem to have a very large following on Bandcamp. so yeah i see currently like less than 10 supporters on there right now so definitely go fucking check that out yeah i really liked uh another major highlight for me was the track kue kie excuse me ku ki kiai kiai oka aina dude <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sure i, I butchered that try it I knew but you were gonna like, try to do it. When when the vocalist says that titular line, it's like it's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that song in particular is excellent. The the, the key work um, is fucking beautiful. Uh, it really adds this kind of like melody and atmosphere to um, the already heavy tracks. You mm-hmm. know, uh, it, I, it, this was a very well balanced, uh, just heavy fucking album, man. And then I mean, to top it off, you just have just amazing vocals, a lot of strength. Uh, great backing vocals there with the chants and everything. The lyrics were fucking awesome. I mean, dude, what, I mean, what else could you fucking want? You oh, know? you know what? I said earlier, I referenced Through the Eyes of the Dead. It was this band on track eight of Front the Week. That snare roll buildup 
Definitely hitting that, hitting those notes. Mm. I got, I got, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, that was the the dead. Yep. Okay. Um, And lastly, I also liked uh, Capono, which was recalling some again later periphery for me with those catchy melodic guitar parts. Very contortionist too. Uh, What track do you think we should give him? I mean, that was something I I did not. I I did not decide. I did not pick one. I think you and I just kind of agreed on the Kapu system. I guess we both mentioned that one. Yeah, that one does fucking bang. Let's give him that. Awesome. Glad I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so smart, dude. You're the yeah, shit. I know. I know. Um, all right, so we're going to go ahead and play for you uh, The Kapu System, which is track three from Nesta's new album, Fighting on Arrival. And that came out on October 31st. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. 
it's so spicy. Yeah, just every track is like crushing and heavy as fuck. So that was the Kapu System, which is track three from Nesta's new full-length album, Fighting on Arrival, and that came out on October 31st. Banger. God, just one, one last time. <laughs> Final words, banger. Banger. Um, just be on the math cast fucking bingo at this point, right? Take yep. a drink. So, uh... Last, we're gonna we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a new segment for you for our our precious Discord listeners, our Patreon supporters on Discord listening in right now. At this point, we would like to introduce to you a new segment uh, with which you can interact. It's called "Is This Mathcore?" And in this new segment, we will be taking submissions from you, musical submissions, only musical submissions. That's very important, and. We will tell you if they are, in fact, mathcore or not, and uh, we'll tell you if we enjoy it. So, uh, without further ado, if you guys want to go ahead and plug some stuff for you in the Discord chat, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll give it a spin. Levi, do you want to pick something? They actually submitted a few things already. Are you 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 pick the first one, bud? Okay. Um, let's see here. What do we got? What do we got? Let's go ahead and give this one a little spin and see what we think. The band is The Paper Chase, and the song is called These Things Happen. Uh, wow. Uh, uh, first of all, as soon as those vocals kicked in, I was, yeah, sign me up for that, man. Uh, yeah, yeah I, it's like... I, I, I like uh, like Kevin in, in in the chat there. It's like it's like yeah, like free jazz core. But uh, yeah, um, just I, I I I'll fuck with that. It's whether not really or not math. you want to actually know if it's math core, we're going to tell you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> if it's, it's math core spiritually or literally, we're going to tell you. Yeah, I, I it's the segment. I, I, yes, thank you, I would, Holly. <laughs> I would say it's I would say it's not math core, uh, but it is. Yeah, it's fucking. It's sick. interesting though. Kind yeah. of um, like Arab on radar with keys almost. I don't know. Airborne radar is mathy at times. Kind you know? of hitting those more like no wave sort of. You know. Ah yes, no wave. Yes, yes, yes. That's where we're going for, of course. That that whole thing. Um, but no, yeah. Um, uh, I I honestly. Do the, you fuck with it or do you not fuck with it? Oh, I heavily fuck with it. Is it math? I think I fuck it with it too. Yeah, I mean, is it math core? No, but I fuck with it. Yes, I do too. Yeah. So that is that is a resounding. Um, we fuck with uh, these things happen by. Who was it again? The Paper Chase. The Paper Chase, yes. Interesting stuff. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Levi, why don't you go ahead and pick one? All right. Well, da, 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 da. Let's grab one from the chat. Grab a, grab a video, any video. All Jeff right. dropped uh, one. Yeah, honestly, let's let's do uh, this one that uh, Jeff dropped, the, the, the Emma, Ruth, Rundle, and Thou, which I literally thought uh, earlier, I thought Jeff was just typing words, his like verbal diarrhea. So I'm glad that it's an actual thing. It's a band. That's good. Okay, so um, let's see. Let me just go ahead and grab that. Levi, thoughts? Holy fuck, Jeff. That was really good, man. That yeah, was like good a suggestion. really good suggestion. Um, so if, I don't think we properly introduced that track. That was Emma Ruth Rundle and Thou, their collaboration. The track is called Ancestral Recall. 
we're not going to be able to play the full track on the podcast, obviously, or even the clips. I'm just going to yep. play like some interlude music while we listen to it. But um, so so I would say that uh, the the collaboration is amazing. Uh, a thou is already just completely disgusting and and just you know in its own in its own way, but uh, in its own way. But uh, to have this the beautiful vocals, you know, accompanying just it just shines a light on how just disgusting thou is. I think 2020 <laughs> on that note is the year of the collaboration. We've just truly seen so many mind blowing collaborations, especially from the full of hell, the body thou circle. All those musicians seem to be collaborating left and right on these various projects. And I'm, I'm really fucking, I'm into that collaborative effort. It's like, it's like, a, I feel like everybody just, it's almost like everybody has more free time. And they can collaborate more or something <laughs> like that. So is it mathcore? Absolutely not. Do we fuck with it? I think it's a resounding yes uh, Yes, from both parties. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, I will be listening to this. I, honestly, dude, I can't listen to this tonight because this track will probably keep me up for like hours. But like this is definitely something tomorrow that will make like the hair rise in my arms. I know this is like going to have that track. That, I mean, literally the, the those vocals uh, accompanied with Thou really just it, it took me somewhere. Um, that was amazing. <clears throat> All right. So we got another one from Holly here. Um, this track is by an artist called Gunther and the Sunshine Girls. And the song is called Ding Dong Song. Ah, the key change. That's what I was waiting for. Mm, mm. So I was, you know, I, I I could have been a little more wowed, honestly. I feel like I was, I was waiting for the uh, the build up, you know, if I can. Mm-hmm. Boop, 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 boop. Maybe that's an entirely different genre, and I'm just that out of touch. I don't understand what electronic music is anymore. But um. Oh, my my wife actually lets me know daily that I don't know anything about electronic music at all, um, about genres about bands, about uh, <laughs> what is good and what is bad. Yeah. Um, marriage, yes. even though you're married. Yeah, marriage. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I don't know dick about shit, which is kind of interesting. So, uh, Or shit about fuck. Yeah, shit about fuck. That's another one she likes to tell me. So, yeah. In mixed company. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to pick one more, Levi? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Honestly, once again... Holly, you surprised me with that. I thought that's something that Jeff would have fucking tossed at us. I like Jeff just gave me something that I have to think about for days. But then, yeah. Anyways, wow, that was a curveball. Um, let's see what else we got. We got. I think we got wait, another wait, wait, one wait, from wait, Jeff hold up, too. Hold up, hold up. Let, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Pick one. Let's do this Cthulhu Rise. I, I'm intrigued by that. The <laughs> Tool Stink Fist fucking Taylor Swift remix. Is that what that is? I oh don't. Oh my god. <laughs> Can we just we, we okay? That'll be mine. But which one did you want to do? Oh, let's just do. Let's do, well, Cthulhu Rise, I guess. That it's like a lot. Some very like circusy kind of organ synth driven prog. What was like, the- what was the band that we that we? Uh, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. The, last... the track was Cthulhu Rise, Opus Number Twelve. For those of you listening, I'm doing a really bad job of introducing the songs. But thank you, thank you. Um, what was the band we co- we covered last year? It was like Members of the Locust. It was like some weird spaghetti western fucking goddamn album or something like that. It was like <laughs> oh my God. Western Spaghettification was the name of the album, and the name of the 
project is um that Inus. The, the, the Inus, thank you. The organs just on top of you. And yes, almost like an albatross where it is it is up to the forefront there. Um, very, very similar but, to that. Like instrumental and albatross, like combined with Behold the Octopus with fucking organ. Yeah, good good I, call on that one. Oh, I felt like you just like gave potion an organ. And they just, <laughs> Holly says, throw peak heroin Cedric's vocals on top, mm, girl. <laughs> Yo, Damn, absolutely. Okay, very, okay. very the Mars Volta there. Like, yeah, I concur for sure. I hear you. That was good. Yep, so that was okay. definitely, not only do I fuck with that, I'm going to go ahead and say that is in fact math core. I'm going to say that, that is, is in I'm going to give math that a math core. core. Yes. Yeah, we're going to give that, yep. we're going to give that a math core. And uh, who I think that's, submitted we both fuck that with it one? Too. I think that was, yeah, that was Jorf, that? maybe. Old Jorf Arena. I can't oh, remember. Good. Thank that you, was Jor. a long time ago. Yeah. It was Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Good old Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> uh, where's that Haler, <laughs> Haler. Taylor Swift mashup? I got it. Yeah, you sick bastard. You really want to play this? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to we're gonna give this a spin. So um, Jeff just sent us this uh, Tool Stink Fist, but it's We Are Never Getting Back Together by Taylor Swift. Honestly, I'm kind of excited to hear this. Let's go. So I think we got the gist of that. <laughs> um, huh. I'm not so sure that worked incredibly well together. I don't think they did anything. To somebody said, somebody said it's still Taylor Swift. Yeah. They, they hardly, it didn't really feel like much of a mashup until we got to the, the actual, the titular line. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that, that, um, that really worked super well. It just, it works. It works so well together. It it felt like it was just like a brooding Avril Lavigne song, and I just like I I, I wanted to hate it so badly. Just but you it liked it though, so or well. no, no, I no, absolutely not, okay. absolutely not. My brain hurts. So brain is hurts. it mathcore? I mean, Tool's kind of mathy, so I mean, sure, why not? But do I fuck with it? I don't think so. I don't I don't think that really worked for me. That I question. Me. I question what. Maynard and who Maynard is more and more as the days go on as I get older. I don't it was know. a bad suggestion, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, why are you bringing in Tool and all this, Jeff? There's a lot of things to bring up here. And Jeff, bad. God damn it. All right, uh, you want to pick another one, Levi? I guess. I need to cleanse the palate after that one. Jesus Christ, <laughs> we can't fucking end with that. Um, let's do uh, this one, the the, uh, uh, the the I Am Machine. Machine by Piranhas? Yeah, the yeah Piranhas let's do that. Right. All right. So this song is called uh, I Am Machine, David Hazel Eyes is the parenthetical title, I guess, or the alternative title. And that is by The Piranhas. Interesting. That was good. Actually, I, I think I do fuck with that. I think I fuck with The Piranhas. Yeah, I like that. I could I could definitely keep listening to that. Uh, yeah, very, very like a very punky like an albatrossy kind of vibe going on there. Blood um, Brothers. Yep. Like um, I'm, I'm out of bands to throw around from that kind of like sassy early era, but era rather. But you got me like very very much along those lines, especially with those organ synths, like for sure. Uh yeah, Holly Holly in the chat is saying early Foxy Foxy Shazam. I'm unaware of that yeah. group. But Everyone I, calls that out, and I'm I'm right there with you, Levi. I don't, I have like not spent enough time investigating their their back catalog to weigh in on that comparison at all. I don't 
know if that's a band or a person. It's <laughs> you're adorable. <laughs> that's how out of, that's it is how a band. Out of I, that's a, <laughs> it is a band. Uh, it is a MySpace era band. Furthermore, so okay. All right. Cool. That's good. Oh, and um, an app. It's also an app. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Uh, boom. It is all of these things, and so everyone was right apparently. Um, so yeah, wow, that was cool. Not like super mathy, but um, I definitely fuck with that. I enjoyed that a lot. So let's see, we can maybe do. I think that was four each. We can do like two more, and then I think that'll be good. So this is uh, a song called. We're gonna listen to a song called "Drums and Tuba" by. Brian or Brain Leaders. Is that am I getting this right? I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, I gotta shut that one down. It not, is not, not math core. <laughs> <laughs> not not math core and not doing it for me. I, I'm sure no. maybe it, it might develop into something a little more you know, might might have a crescendo or maybe a solo perhaps, but uh yeah, I'm not really. That's definitely background music for sure. Yep, Jeff says he gets yep. really high and listens to that. That's yeah, that's some high music for sure. I could see taking a bong load to that. Actually, come to think of it, why why the shoot not? You know, mm-hmm. slap it on, take a bong load, listen to some drums and tuba. Who gives a shoot? All right, man. Well, uh, for for this one, let, let let's fucking Foxy Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. Yep. Let's All do right. it. All right, I'm I'm with that. So, uh, Holly just dropped this one in the chat. We're going to go ahead and react to uh, Foxy Shazam. No, don't shoot. Wow. So, I've been missing out. That was really fucking good. I I had no idea that Foxy Shazam's (sighs) earlier catalog sounded anything like that. That was... Totally like all the bands we were just talking about a second ago. And Albatross, Blood Brothers, all that shit. Heavy, heavy, low, low even a little bit. Like, I've never heard a track from them. I never really... I guess This is, this is definitely all, some this coke is, music, says Eric. <laughs> well, this is all new to me. This is all new to me. I need to, I need to just think about this tonight. Levi's going to have to digest this one. <laughs> Because remember, just before I heard this track, I thought it might might be a person. So I I just need to think about this for a while. Oh my god! Yeah, that was wow. I've been missing out. That was really good. I my really enjoyed that. My brain needs to compartmentalize what I just heard there. I just need to, you know, yeah. So not only was that fairly kind of math core, it's got some math core elements Dude, we would, there. We, some we, math core. We, we, we would. We would potentially cover this on the on the podcast if this was coming out today. We would cover it. Probably. Oh, f- uh, yeah! Are you fucking kidding me? That would be like yeah. that would be the second or first band we talk about on the episode. Exactly. Front load exactly. some goodness like that. Yep. Wow, that was really sick. Yeah, good good fucking call on the early Foxy Shazam. I I have been remiss uh, by not investigating that. Damn, that was good. I fuck with that big time. Yeah. Agreed. Maybe we should do this as, as a thing sometime. Maybe sit down on a Friday night and just fucking go on Discord and let people just assault us with links and just do that. It's, I would like that. It's, it tingles the brain. It's, it's shit that I would never uh, click on. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. That was fun. I love that. Yep. Uh, so before we wrap this up, I just want to thank everyone so much in the Patreon and on Discord listening right now. We love you. We love you. We love you. Honestly, you 
give me the ability to keep doing this. And we really appreciate your support of MathCore Index and listening to the podcast. So we love you again. Uh, special thanks to Kevin for helping moderate uh, the chat and helping us with the technical stuff. And uh, thanks so much to everyone else. Jeff, Otis, Phil, Eric, Chris, Anthony, Robert, Matt, Mike, Sinza, Kent, Jesse, Austin, Eli, Jamie, Sam, Andre, Grady, David, Carter. 30 seconds go. Andrew, Jordan, Chris, Nathan, Jeremiah, Sonny, John Bum, Spencer, Ezekiel, Taylor, Jim, Brandon, Joshua, Holly, Ethan, Dimitri, Caleb, Eric, Jesse, Akoni, Rory, Chris, Nabila, Adolfo, Andy, Bebop, Gage, Brian, Austin, Graham, Ethan, Tucker, Dan, Christian, Matthew, and Danny. We love you all. Thank you so much again. And, uh, yeah, I guess that about wraps it up for the 55th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And we'll be back again next week with some more Sick Underground Bands. Good night, and stay beautiful. (laughs) 